Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know, I have to admit, though, after hanging around some A-listers, yeah. Omar Miller not as exciting to me oh, come on. as it was a couple weeks ago. He's an A-lister, isn't he? No. No? He's definitely not. Oh, man. He's definitely not. But, you know, after I got a, I got a taste of the Don Cheadles yeah. and the Jeremy Pivens and the William H. Macy's of the world, Omar Miller not as cool. I'll tell him that when he walks in you here, You better not. Be like, you know what, Omar? Maybe we can, maybe another day. <laughs> can today, we just do a phoner? Yeah, today's not the yeah, day for you. Yeah. <laughs> today's not the day for you. All right. Oh, you look <laughs> No, no, look you know. You. I'm joking around. Oh, huh. I would never he be like change. that. Vegas changed no, you. No, it did not. The no. rock or nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't even, I don't want anybody else. You know, his wife in that show, I like a lot, his wife in that show. Omar Miller's Oh, wife. really? Yeah, you know she's her. still in it? Yeah, the she's one with the short hair. Yeah, I like yeah. that short hair, man. Yeah, yeah she looks like a fan of hers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 That's mm-hmm. Yeah. Is no, that acting? Is that for real? All kidding aside, though, like, I really, I appreciated every bit of, of, of that. Like, I'm not the guy who takes advantage of these things and, and thinks that it's, you know, I deserve something. Right. So, and I think that's why the Showtime people and I got along so well was because they were getting all sorts of requests. Yeah, share some of the stories you shared with me. These people trying to hustle yeah. the ticket folks. Well, I won't use the names that were being used, mm-hmm. but essentially what people were doing were they saw that the Showtime suite was somewhere because there was a sign in the lobby and they'd go up there and say <laughs> that some big named person. Mm-hmm sent them there for tickets and they're going to be really upset if that person doesn't get the tickets and then they have no they're like can you show me an email that says that right is there anything and that's why i had like mikey b and i had everything lined up to a t because i knew that something like that was a possibility so i had email confirmation i had all this stuff and and people would just show up there and like yeah well this person sent me and they said that i better have tickets when i leave here and they don't know what to do, the people that are handling the tickets, because they could be telling the mm-hmm. truth, but chances are they're not. So then they have to contact the really important person and say, do you know this person? I mean, it seemed like a nightmare. So when we showed up there and we're like, listen, take your time. It's okay. Right. We're happy to be here. You don't have to worry about <laughs> us. We we have empathy for your situation. Listen, I am really Greg Giannotti. <laughs> yeah. This is really me. No, no, no. There wasn't any of that. Listen, man, I'm here to pick up tickets for, you know, so-and-so. If he doesn't get the tickets, that's going to kill this deal that he, he's negotiating with CBS. That actually happened. Right yeah, now. yeah. That, uh. that happened. There was a person who said <laughs> that if you don't give me this actor's tickets, that it's going to ruin the relationship that he's building with CBS because they're about to do a show together. That is hilarious, but and that, I'm not surprised. Yeah, and and they but they didn't end up giving the tickets because right. they had no right. way of Why knowing. Would they? You can't yeah. just hand and the face value on these tickets. Yeah, I mean stuff you've never seen before. So they can't just give people these tickets if they you know on a whim, right? Anyway, all right, it's time. Well, they to, took good care of you, so yeah. thank you, Showtime, Stephen Espinosa. Taking care of our boy. Yeah. 
Love Showtime. <laughs> you do now, right? I always did. Yeah, I always liked even Showtime. more so, right? But now I've now I now I've got a, a, a bond with Showtime mm. that will never be broken. Time to ask the pros. You get to ask us a question. Brought to you by Rally Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag ask the pros at Rally Auto Parts. You get better parts, better prices every day. We'll have the parts you need to get the job done right with high quality parts and accessories at guaranteed low prices. And the store's well trained professionals standing by to help. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Marquise in South Carolina on CBS Sports Radio. Marquise, what's happening? What's going on? Good morning, fellas. Good, Good morning. morning. Hey, I called y'all before the fight a few months ago, and I tell y'all I was happy for fight night Saturday followed by collection Sunday, and I got my money. <laughs> what oh, did really? you What did you have to put up to make any sort of money on Mayweather, Marquise? Well, see, I, I don't bet no Vegas, man. I bet a bunch of idiots that don't like me. <laughs> Smart man. Smart so the, so man. what did the, the idiots thought that McGregor would win? Yeah, man. I see. People bet. People don't bet on what makes sense. People bet on bias most mm-hmm, of the time, mm-hmm. and so I bet what makes sense. I bet fifty dollars here, hundred dollars there, and then I went to. I went and collected my money Sunday morning, and I went to Walmart and bought me a new rifle. Oh, <laughs> Got a new scatter gun. Okay. Oh, yeah. What a weekend for right, Marquise. Right in time for hunting season. Well, what, are we, what are we hunting, Marquise? Oh, man, I hunt everything. I hunt deer, coon, you name it. I hunt it all. Wow. Hunt some coon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all but right, man. man. Yeah. And I ain't giving McGregor no credit because, you know what, he got spotted three rounds. He ain't did nothing in the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. Going through nine punches, that was the rope of dope come back to life. Nah, I have to give him credit. I'm sorry, Marquise. I mean, he hung in there better than I thought he was. I mean, the bar was low, yeah, and that's why I think a lot of people gave him a ton of credit because no one expected very much mm-hmm. from him against Floyd. But, I mean, this could have been a total disaster. Could yeah. have, yeah. and it wasn't. Right. And McGregor really did hold his own in an environment that he shouldn't be holding his own in. And when people make the conversations of, like, uh, or the comparisons, rather, of, well, it's like the best hockey player taking on LeBron James. It's like Sidney Crosby taking off the skates and playing LeBron one-on-one. No. That, to me, is a little bit extreme, yeah. that comparison. But it's you need to know the dispar- The difference is huge. Yeah. It really was a difficult thing for, for him to There are some elements of, of boxing in UFC, so it wasn't as extreme as those uh, comparisons. You know, you, you, it's still a fight game. It's just a different type of fight, and you're not able to use all that's in your arsenal uh, in the boxing ring as you are in UFC. So, yeah, you're handcuffed somewhat, but uh, it, it's still uh, similar, a lot of similarities than there, there aren't. I bet $55 when I was there, and so I kind of was not telling the whole truth that I didn't bet anything when mm-hmm. I was there. I just didn't sit down at the roulette table or the blackjack table or anything like that. Bet fifty five dollars when I was there. You want to guess what the fifty five dollars I bet was on? Mm, maybe a prop bet. It was a bet on a sporting event. Okay. Uh, the Jets. No, uh. no, no. I didn't bet the Jets under. Oh, I did okay. not do that. I put fifty dollars on McGregor to win because what? the return was plus four hundred. Yeah. And I, like I said, I didn't expect. I said it for weeks. I didn't expect him to win. Yeah. But I said if there's any chance, it's fifty dollars. I have a little action on the fight. Fifty dollars gets you two hundred at plus four hundred. So I was like, you know what, fifty bucks, whatever. 
Um, and the $5 I put in, which I never do, but you know how much I love Family Feud. There's yes. a Family Feud slot machine. Yeah. And I had to play it. I said, it's a sign. I heard the music. I was like, Family Feud? It's like, I got to do this. Put $5 in there, of course. It was gone in two seconds. Steve Harvey at the fight? Uh, he was there. I didn't yeah. see him, though. He, oh, okay. was, he was there. I would, that would have been a cool one. If, I, if Steve Harvey, he's a guy I would have had to go up to, even though he hates people, too. <laughs> uh, if Steve Harvey was at the pre-party, I would have had to go up to really? him and say something. Yeah, really? I definitely would have. Because I got I mean, not that I don't have respect for the people that were there, but I've got a ton of respect for someone who is able to host shows like he hosts and to have the improvisational techniques that he has mm-hmm. to be funny like mm-hmm. every time to mm-hmm. do that. Still a great night. <laughs> yeah, right. It's still, it was still a great night, even though I didn't see Steve Harvey in the in in the pre-party. I, hate, I missed out on the food at the pre-party, man. Yeah, the food Those was is, food was good. Uh, food, was, food was actually better at the post-party because mm. they they didn't have as much of it at the pre-party. The, the post-party, the pre-party was all about the alcohol. Mm. The post-party was all about the the grill. The food. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it was it was funny because the people that you know, he's my friend, as I told you, works in a in a at a poop plant <laughs> like i'm not kidding like he works in in a plant that like separates no. the poop from ah, the water wow so so he can it, we just say water treatment plant n- well i just want to make sure people understand so water it, treatment plant yeah the, yeah wastewater <laughs> facility yeah. treatment facility is what it's really if you want to put okay. a euphemistic thing on it yeah so you know and he works an overnight shift at this wastewater treatment yes. facility and in one of these places, like, if he fell into, like, one of the vats of water and, and uh, waste, uh, like, they'd, he'd, nobody would ever find he, him. He, like, he'd look like um, Jack Nicholson in Batman? He would, no, like he the, wouldn't look like anything. No. He'd be gone. He'd be gone? <laughs> he'd be gone. If it's, so <laughs> he doesn't know things like this, you know? Yeah. Like, I've had a couple of experiences. He doesn't know anything like things like this. So, you know, he goes up to the bar. And then you get a drink, and he's like, he's like, well, how much is it? I'm like, I'm like, it's not. <laughs> he's like, Open he's like, bar, dude. He goes, it's, it's like that, really. <laughs> you know, it was like, it was like bringing a little kid to Disney yeah, World, and like, yeah. you know, Donald Duck's walking around. You know, it was like <laughs> crazy. Was, I had, I almost had as much fun watching him, yeah. than I did myself. You know, it was almost, it was, it was a cool thing to see. All right. Um, the lines will be open all morning for Mayweather-McGregor calls. If you just get in the car, heading to work, and you have something to say about this you've been sitting on yesterday, uh, lines are open. We'll get you yeah, right on the air. I got something to say. I, I, I'm still trying to figure out, is it Demi Lovato? Demi Lovato, yeah. Her, her singing of the national anthem. Yeah. It was interesting. By the way, the number, as always, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Well, you know, I, uh, what did you think was interesting about it? I, her way of singing it, yeah, the the the, the punctuation. There was long time. pauses, right? I mean, yeah, I, long pauses, and then I don't know if it was. Uh, and everyone tries to put their own stamp on it, of course, right. and 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 outdo the person who's done it before. Oh, I don't know if it was one of my. I, oh, I do know it wasn't one of my favorite renditions of the national anthem. Now, Mikey B put on the the rundown. Um, Demi Lovato k- crushing the national anthem. Meaning in a good way, right? You meant in a good way, not yeah. in a bad way. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was... It's all right. I, I thought it was good, but I, to be honest with you, I didn't I didn't have a strong opinion on it when mm-hmm. it was over. Mm-hmm. 
the only opinion I had on it was I could see she was nervous. Like, you could see her hand on the mic was shaking a little bit. And then when she was done, her lips quivered a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I like the fact that she's a little bit nervous here. Oh, well, cool. It makes me feel good that she's, like, she, you know, is a big star. A little bit nervous. She wanted to do a good like job. It was like she'd hit a crescendo, the, the note, and it was just immediately cut it off. It, it was just seemed like it didn't flow. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Is there any way that we can pull that? Probably not, right? I mean, it's showtime, so we mm-hmm. can play it. But I don't know if there's any yeah. way that it's that it's but, out but there. But no biggie. Good job, Demi. Yeah. There you go. Dressed in all white. Yes. Yes, Demi she Lovato. Was. She's look short. Yeah, I yeah. I couldn't I didn't see her up close. She also performed from Vegas. She stayed out there from Vegas on the VMAs last night. Oh, so did she, she? So the VMAs were in Vegas too? No, I no, they were they did like a live ah, thing. I, I right. think they she's, were in LA. Oh, okay. And she's five three, Mike? Yeah, she is. that is short. <laughs> no, it's definitely short. Yeah, but she, I guess, stayed there and they did like a live satellite mm. thing performance, oh. and and she was cool. she did she did her thing. Yeah, it was in L.A. The, the VMAs were were in L.A., which was just like so weird. We'll talk Why? about that a little bit later. It's just so weird oh. now. Okay, if you're anybody over the age of seventeen and you're watching a VM, like Ellen was there, we might as well talk about it now. Who cares? So <laughs> Ellen Ellen was there, and Ellen. DeGeneres, she was, they kept showing shots of her just so confused. And she's someone who's, like, got her finger on the pulse of pop culture. Right. Just, like, she was just, her eyes were open, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, what, what is this? It just, it, Katy Perry hosted, she was terrible. Right, you got the Demi Lovato, is it decent quality? All right, so let's listen to the Demi Lovato national anthem, and we'll see if uh, you think that Brian's right about it being a little bit different. Oh, you see, can you see, by the dawn's early light, what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and That's why I said long pauses, because yeah. I remembered that. Yeah. Well, right there, she just stopped the, the word. I'm not hearing what you're hearing, man. 
I gotta be honest. We usually don't. <laughs> Great. That was good. It was, it was good. Like, it Hearing was it again, good. it was good. It was all right. Nah, yeah. it was it was good. You can stand up now again. <laughs> <laughs> Brian took a knee when that started. Oh, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you know, it's funny. When I'm at a, a sporting event I'm excited about and the national anthem goes on, like yeah. I, st- I can't stop moving. Like I'm getting excited. Like I'm going to go out yeah. and play. Yeah. It's weird. Like I start like yep. going back and forth, getting all fired up. It's there's something, and when people say that because of all the controversy we've seen with the national anthem, that we should not have the national anthem before sporting events. Like, what's the point of it? Mm-hmm. I really like the national anthem before sporting really? events. Yeah. I, re- I like the flyover. I, it's just it's like something like I don't know because maybe my whole life we've had national anthems before sporting events and big ones. You get a big star singing it. There's something about that that adds to the anticipation of everything. So, yeah, I was moving back and forth. Like like the hockey players on the skates during the National Anthem, yeah. you know, moving back and forth. Oh, I was fired up. I was just got fired up again just listening to that. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe I'll be a boxer. Maybe that'll be my thing. You I'll think? Go, I'll do in the fall. Come on. Go to kickboxing or something. Let's do it. No, I'd, last, like, I'd last for like a day and a half and then go get a sandwich. <laughs> Come on. You quitter. All right. Can't quit. Coming up next, preseason injuries and a really big one for the New England Patriots. Bogus update, plenty more. Keep it right here. Check us out on Facebook at Geo and Jones. Oh, man. Of the people I mentioned, who would you have been most apt to just give a pound to? Cheetle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Is your mic still not working? I just didn't turn it on. Oh, I was oh, going to say. There you I wasn't go. expecting yeah, yeah. to make an audible agreement with Brian. But, yes, Cheadle is the correct answer. Cheadle's yeah. the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Over Piven. Piven seemed to be a little bit annoyed to be anywhere. Yeah. Really? I hear that he's – this is tough because I don't I don't know the guy. But the rumors around Piven is he's a little bit difficult. Yeah, I'm over him. So – and he seemed like that. Like, he, he didn't show up there with anybody. He stayed, like, by himself for a while. Okay. He did talk to Colin Cowherd for a little bit. He did do that. But that's he didn't yeah, he just seemed annoyed. What about um Akon? Would you have gone up to Akon? No. Talk Pass. to him. No, no Akon. I don't know, but I have known Akon visually. I'm so, oh, I'm yeah. impressed that you did. Yeah, definitely. I, you you know Akon when you see Akon. Of course. I don't think so. Yeah, of course. Uh so Jonas, no. You, nah. no. Is was Nick Jonas the most famous person there? As far no. as in the in the pre party, I'm talking. Oh, no. think Cheadle. Now, see, I think William H Macy is more popular. Is more famous than Cheadle. Jonas, if you're judging by like YouTube hits and Twitter followers, he probably has to be. Yeah, yeah. Cheadle. You, you're saying Macy is more famous than Cheadle? I think so. Yeah, no. I think he is. It's interesting. It's close. It is close. Twitter poll. I think I, it's yeah. It's a Twitter poll. <laughs> but it is. It's you know. It's neck and neck. It really. You could go either way. I was equally excited to see the both of them. I'll say that much. And I was not. I was more upset that my wife didn't get a chance to see Nick Jonas mm. up close than I was excited about actually seeing the dude. Is he the one married to a Long Island girl? Jonas? One, one of them is. No, no. How many are there? I don't I would be shocked Three. if we were married. Nick Jonas. Come on. You can't be doing that now if you're Nick Jonas, are you? You can't be doing that. Mitch Joe Jonas? <laughs> I'm not sure. The Jonas or Brothers the are after one? my time. 
They really were. I, I didn't know the, the Jonas Brothers very much. Uh, doing more is brought to you by the Home Depot, the next generation of home improvement with everything you need to do projects smarter, the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player who's doing more for his team. Masahiro Tanaka doing more for the Yankees. Struck out 10 over 7 innings, helping the Yankees beat the Mariners 10-1. to 1. More exciting baseball results right now with Andrew Bogish. What's going on, man? Well, first, it's exciting preseason football. Two-point conversion, down by one, final play of the game. Heineke, quarterback, looking left, sees nothing, sprints out to the right. Taylor sprints to the five, dives for the end zone for the two, and the win! Paul Allen on Vikings Radio. Taylor Heineke converting the two-point conversion after Terrell Terrell Newby's one-yard TD run this time expired. (laughs) Why are you giving us this part of the game when the real story is that the Vikings' first team looked like garbage? I mean, that's really what it was. Maybe I'm getting to that, Greg, because this is why Mike Zimmer sounded so confused. What we need to do is go back and, and figure out exactly what what we need to be working on and, co- and put our concentration on that. Sounds like a plan. Uh, <laughs> Cincinnati starters did outplay, meanwhile, in the afternoon, their Washington counterparts, but the backups gave up 10 fourth-quarter points to lose 23-17 in Chicago, top Tennessee, 19-7. The Bears might have lost last year's leading receiver, Cameron Meredith, to a torn left ACL. Chiefs running back Spencer Ware is likely done for the year with a torn PCL and other damage in his right knee. The Jets claiming D-lineman Coney Ely off waivers from the Patriots and the Browns naming rookie Deshaun Kaiser their starting QB. The Texans will practice at the Cowboys facility today and maybe longer. The two teams supposed to play at Houston Thursday night. The Astros will make a decision today on the three-game visit from the Rangers scheduled to start tomorrow night. The Washington Nationals held off the Mets 5-4 last night after a 6-5 loss in the afternoon. In the AL, Cleveland hammered KC 12-0 to finish off a three-game sweep during which the Royals did not score once. Whit Merrifield can't wait to host the Rays tonight. We love playing at home in front of our fans, so hopefully we'll feel good going back home and be able to string some good at-bats together. This is the first time the Indians posted three straight shutouts since 1956. It has them six and a half games clear of KC in the Central. Clayton Kershaw will come off the Dodgers DL Friday or Saturday in San Diego. He struck out eight over five with AAA Saturday. Kershaw's last big league start was July 24th because of a lower back strain. The U.S. Open begins today here in New York. Venus Williams among those in action this afternoon. Wildcard Maria Sharapova meets second-seeded Simona Halep at night, and Dustin Johnson beat Jordan Spieth on their first playoff hole to win the Northern Trust, the opening event of the PGA postseason. Boys? I don't see how they can play that baseball game anymore. There's no way. All the freeways are underwater there in Houston. I just got a text from my daughter who lives north of Houston, and she said the neighborhood and cars are all flooded. Water hasn't gotten in the house yet, but will soon. I mean, that is just a, a, a mess that's going on in, in Houston right now. And all our thoughts are with those folks in, in the surrounding areas. The flooding is, is just outrageous. It's just amazing. Yeah, the the, the images don't look real. And, yeah. it, and it hasn't stopped, too, yeah. which is the it's problem. It's just sitting, sitting on, on that portion of Texas, just just camped out there, that storm has. Right. I mean, we were talking about this late last week, and it's still going on. It's still getting rain. When you hear something like 50 inches of rain, yeah. it doesn't sound possible. And there's no place on earth that can handle 50 no. inches no. of rain no. without having serious issues. So some of the images 
people in boats, helping other people out. Yeah, first responders are doing as, as great a job as they can. And, and uh, so, you know, stay safe, everyone in that area. I don't want to rank natural disasters here, but flooding is one of those things that's just because it ruins. Like a hurricane could come through, a tornado could come through, you're spared of it. You know, flooding like this on this extreme level, this mm-hmm. catastrophe that we're watching, I mean, your stuff is ruined for forever. Yeah. So just uh, just absolutely brutal. Preseason football and injuries is something that comes up every single year. It's just going to happen. And I'm not going to do the age-old discussion of cutting the preseason down or Leaving guys in or leave. I mean, it no. just—it's—it's just—it's just you—you you, you said that. No, that, that's—it's a, a necessary part of the game. And I, uh, Gary Danielson, who's usually in the booth during the SEC games on CBS, with, did the preview show with us uh, this past Saturday, and he mentioned back in his day they had seven. When you're seven preseason did games, did you have six at any point in your no, career? No, five okay. was the most. But the, it was six. No, the normal uh, amount of preseason games was six. They had seven because they had the Hall of Fame game. Uh, one year. So just imagine it, it was six preseason games. Then back then you only had um, 14 regular season games, but still six preseason games. And now it's down to four or five, depending on whether or not you play in that, that hall of fame game, but it's, it's necessary. And, and it's needed for those young players uh, coming in the league, the more opportunities they have to impress the coaches, they want them. Yeah. And who knows? And I'm I'm not an orthopedic surgeon or someone who's going to be able to give you a lecture on knee tendons. But who says that the Edelman injury, if he sits out every bit of the preseason, doesn't happen in week one as a non-contact injury? Right. I mean, we don't know the structure of his ACL. I mean, maybe that was just waiting. It was going to happen at some point if he he cut on it. I mean, everybody assumes that the guys who get hurt in the preseason would have been healthy for the entirety of the regular season. That it was the preseason that got them, and not just the game of football. So are you just as disheartened if it happens in week one, week two, week three? Yes. Right. You are. It still changes the complexity of your season. And if if you could make the choice of it happening in week two or – the third week of the preseason, if you're the New England Patriots, I would almost take the preseason because now you have more time to figure right. out how the hell you're going to replace them. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it is. it sucks. There's no doubt about it. But next year, there's going to be a whole nother batch of players that's going to happen. And, and, and what really bothers you, the fact that it's non-contact. And, and that's what, when you're playing at such a violent sport and if you get hurt, uh, you expect it to come from another defender, or maybe even sometime, unfortunately, it, it's friendly fire and it's a teammate that may roll your ankle or roll up on the back of your legs. Uh, but to to be tr- cutting out there and, and then and tear your ACL, that that compounds the the, the anger and, and that you feel about being injured. Uh, so uh, you're right, have, having it having it occur now gives them ample time to try to go out and find someone else or maybe that someone else is already on that roster. Well, they got they enough guys. If I yeah, feel like. true. But it's it's more the, you know, how is your offense going to adjust? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they've got a ton of weapons, but I mean, Edelman was one of those guys that you could see the offense change without him in there last year when he, had, when he was dealing with his foot injury. It's a major difference. I mean, Brady looks to Edelman all the time. So, I mean, if Gronkowski can stay healthy for a majority of the year, that, right. that's a big safety blanket for him as well. But, I mean, now you feel like the Cooks role might change a little bit. Without Edelman there, you, you don't you don't really know how that's going to play out. Also, Or Danny Amendola, yep. can he become the, the main guy 
uh, as far as uh, stepping up and being another security blanket for Tom Brady. He's been there a couple of years now. Also, Spencer Ware goes down. Mm. You need to know the name Kareem Hunt, especially yep. if you're playing fantasy football, because yep. this is now he was going to be the guy that was going to get a lot of attention prior to the wear injury. I mean, now he's, I mean, it's just, you're yeah. going to hear about, it. he's going to get a ton of action and he's super talented, very talented running back out of uh, Toledo. Uh, definitely. Uh, if you know the Mac, you know, his name, a uh, very talented running back. So now you have him, you have uh Tyreek Hill and see how they utilize those two going forward. Yeah. And Cam Meredith, I, I felt bad for him because he was one of those guys, speaking of fantasy football, that, you know, came out of nowhere last mm-hmm. year for the Bears and got him off the waiver wire, and he's had a great season. And I was, re- and I loved watching him play because he had a big body, you know, really was impressive physically. And I thought he was going to have a, another pretty good year for a team that offensively might be challenged at times. And, and he now, uh, with an injury that uh, does not look good, is probably going to keep him out for the remainder of the season. And Fontes perfect. He looks <laughs> Our like, boy. yeah, he looks like he's going to get suspended. We'll talk about that hit next and some NBA. Just when you thought something was done, uh, not so much. <laughs> uh, before we get to uh, the great Omar Miller and some more talk about the fight, plenty to do on this Monday morning. Keep it right here. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Calvin Harris has a residency at Hakkasan, the club in Vegas every Friday night. He's there. Can oh, you believe that? cool. Think about the mo- yeah, think about yeah. the money he gets. Yeah, I know. We talked about this. Golly. Weren't you here? We were talking about these DJs, and he made he was the top grossing uh, what a, electronic DJ. $60 million bucks. It's Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I can't. $60 million. Top grossing. No, that doesn't. Electronic DJ. Yeah, that does not uh, surprise yeah. me at all. You know, Vice had a... a, a a uh, show chronicling chronicle they chronicled uh all these these uh DJs what do they call them what's the technical EDM EDM house music yeah and uh it was Calvin Harris I forget the other guy a lot of them were in that 30 million dollar Tiesto range. yes he was on our Tiesto yes. Steve Aoki him as well yes yep. there you go yeah so these cats uh, I think that's like the coolest job you could possibly have in the world is that I think that's probably it. Like traveling the world and yeah. playing music to right. make people happy yeah. like that. Yep. And and it's yourself too. Yeah. You don't have to worry about you see some of these shooting band- your equipment. Yeah, that's it. I mean these bands that have these personality conflicts mm-hmm. and some of the best bands in the world had to break up because they hated each <laughs> yeah. other. Yeah. I mean it's just you. <laughs> if you don't like the way your computer's working, then <laughs> get a new one. You right? Get a new one. <laughs> and, yeah, I sat next to a guy one time coming from Austin up to New York, and he was from France, and he had been flown there just to DJ a party, and he was telling me about all the. Cash. He wasn't bragging about it. He was just saying it's very lucrative, uh, this business, and it's getting even more so. Vontez Perfect is a guy that everybody has talked about for many years because of his dirty play and his nonsense out on the field. And there's no doubt when some people are called dirty players, you have to think about it. Oh, I don't know. It's yeah. probably harsh. Vontez Perfect is exactly that. I mean, he's, he's a dirty player. He's got a history of hits like we saw the other day, and is now facing a five-game suspension for his illegal hit against Anthony Sherman of the Kansas City Chiefs. And Sherman, who's a fullback, you know, is leaking out, right. uncovered, looking back to see if the quarterback's going to dump the ball off to him. 
and perfect instead of covering him or bumping him or getting in his face, launches himself into the player who is not even looking and because of his history could now be suspended right. for five games. That, and that's a play that we used to do all the time. Anytime you can, you get one of those backs leaking or even a receiver crossing your face, you try to get a lick on them, the harder the better. But in today's game, they're not going to allow that. Uh, so while that used to be legal, uh, now it's frowned upon and he's going to be hit with this. And you've got the Bengals uh, who are uh, putting forth a, a defense uh, for their player, and they've had to do this time and time again, uh, unfortunately for Burfick. But uh, they're saying if the shoulder pads hit the running back in, in the chest, uh, he didn't go head hunting, and we'll see if the league buys that. I don't think they will. Once again, in today's game, if you're not, if you're defenseless, and they defenseless, and they consider this defenseless, uh, they're going to throw the flag and they're going to suspend you. So I think you couple that with his history of always being in trouble and the viciousness of the hit. And it was a good lick. And like I said, you, you we used to do that all the time. Anyone crossing your face, try to get a lick on them. And, but when you're Vontez perfect and you're playing in today's rules, it's not going to be allowed. Yeah, and that's something that's preventable. I mean, there's there's some of these hits sometimes where the target area of a wide receiver changes mm-hmm. dramatically in a split second. And when a guy is aiming to go shoulder to shoulder or shoulder to the chest of the guy, and then he falls down, and because it happens so quickly, it's so violent, he goes shoulder to, to head, and then it ends up being a penalty where you say, okay, it's not what he meant to do, but uh, that's what happened. With this perfect hit, I mean, this is, just, this is as blatant as possible. Right. And, and uh, I, I just don't understand how you can't, after all these years, at least learn because you're hurt. You're going to lose a million dollars, close mm-hmm. to a million dollars in salary because of this. And your team's going to be hurting because you're one of the best defensive players on the team. It's just stupid. Why well, are you a, keep it's, doing it's this? Instinct. That's instinct. And, and you, you've been doing it your whole football career. It's been fine, but now the game has changed. And James Harrison changed. changed. He the, the changed. The rules have changed. Right. He's going to have to. Perfect's uh, going to have to. I don't, I'm not so sure he can. Uh, while uh, that that would go unnoticed. That that type of hit. Uh, normally, but not in today's game. It's not, and, and and he should understand that. He's got to change his mo, and I'm not so sure he can. Yeah, I, but I just at this point, he's got to find a way to be smarter and understand. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that no one's gotten through to him. You know, and and Marvin Lewis, who is a coach that is probably outlived his welcome in the NFL world. I don't know if there's yeah. I mean, there's been many many playoff appearances. But it's the same thing over and over again with them. Do you think that he deserves some criticism with Vontez Perfect in this particular suspension because of all the the instances prior to this where he wasn't able to get through to Vontez? You can't do this anymore. Well, you can preach to him all you want. What he, it, the other uh, tact you can take is sit him. You can bench him, and maybe that finally resonates with the player, uh, and I think that's all that's left that he could do. I'm sure he's pulled him aside and has had numerous meetings with his linebacker and, and, and tried to impress upon him that you have to play the game a little differently, you have to be a lot smarter than you have been, and you have to stay away from these egregious fouls that take you away from the team, take you away from our defense. You're one of our best players. We need you out there, and you're not just hurting yourself and your pocketbook, but you're hurting this football team as well. I, I'm Sure, those conversations have, have been uh, ongoing and will continue to take place, but they haven't resonated with him. 
And while I had no problem with that hit, ordinarily you wouldn't, uh, but when it's you and your history, Bontez Burfick, and now playing in today's game under these rules, you can't do that as much as you want to, as much as you've done it in the past. You have to understand you cannot do that, and they can protest the Bengals, and, and they've put out a statement about the hit, and they're going to try to defend their player. Uh, they, can, they can protest as much as they want, but you're talking about a repeat offender. Cavs-Celtics deal is on hold because the Cavaliers weren't happy with the mm. extent of Isaiah Thomas's hip injury. Oh, my hip and my back. So they're looking to restructure the trade with more assets coming their way. Mm-hmm. Woj, <laughs> who's now with ESPN, said that they're going to ask about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You can ask, but will you get? I don't know how this is going to end up. I don't either. Because, as I mentioned to you, Brian Scalabrini said right after this trade, former Celtic who now analyzes NBA radio that Danny Ainge loves Jalen Brown yep. and does not want to part with the guy. And that was part of the reason why the Paul George trade didn't get done was because they insisted on mm-hmm. Jalen Brown. He wouldn't give him up. Mm-hmm. And Jalen Brown wasn't in this deal. So that was a big part of that deal getting done or we thought getting done with the Cavaliers. Jason Tatum, we heard Danny Ainge going into this draft. People were saying uh, that you know he thought that Tatum was the best player in the draft. He said that after the draft, saying that he believed even if they had the number one overall pick, that they were going to go you know, with Jason Tatum um, if they remained there with the number one pick instead of Fultz or anybody else. So is he really going to end up dealing those guys now? No, I, I don't believe because he's, he's really convinced that both of them are going to turn to the stars. So who do you give up? I mean, now, the Cavs may have just threw those names out there because they know that the, the, how much the, the Celtics covered both of those guys, and so maybe that's just a negotiation starting point. Maybe there's someone else they would settle for on that roster, but uh, you know, who, who else do you covet on, on that team? Well, they said that they were fully upfront about the extent of Isaiah Thomas's hip injury, and the Cavs saying they aren't. So, I mean, I don't even know where this goes from here. I mean, you yeah. agree upon a trade like this, I mean, and how do you even go back? Well, I mean, I guess everything's pending on on the physical, but I just I don't know how this changes. Yeah. I don't know if you're the Celtics. Either. And Kyrie Irving, he cannot go back to the Cleveland no, Cavaliers he right cannot. now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play dot it. He cannot, and and they've already celebrated him coming to Boston and all that, and now it seems though that may have been premature, but. Who else on that roster would you would you settle for? That's the the main question for the Cavaliers. And were they throwing out Tatum and 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 Brown just as a starting point? You know, when you get in negotiation, you throw out a lofty number, and you're willing to meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, I don't know who else they would cover as much as uh, these two. Well, the Cavs don't have any leverage if right. you really think about well, it. Okay, Kyrie, you coming back then? You coming home? <sighs> <laughs> Another coming home. They're net. Well, first, hip, no hip. Are they getting a better deal than what they got anywhere else? Hmm. No, probably not. No. I mean, we you never know, but no. probably not. And with the situation as tenuous as it is, with LeBron and and Kyrie Irving and him forcing himself out and this deal happening because of Kyrie's demands to leave and the Celtics willing to part with certain pieces, I mean, to send those guys back? 
Oh. I don't think you can. And no. Boston's going to – Boston may have – I mean, you have to say that, and I'm sure the league will get involved. If you're Cleveland, it's like, okay, well, the deal's off. We're shipping Isaiah back to you. We're shipping Jay Crowder back to you. It's off. We can't have an injured player. We're giving you a guy who's 100% healthy, who's young, has a lot of basketball life left, and you're sending us an injured star. No. And and so we're shipping him back. And now Boston has to say, well, we're not going to give up Tatum. We're not going to give up Brown. Uh, how about another number one pick? Will that suffice? It'd get I, interesting. I mean, if I'm, if I'm Danny Ainge, I'm thinking I'm just going to stand my ground here. And I'm not going to listen to any of this stuff. And if you if you really want to send these play, if you want to take Kyrie Irving back, you think that's going to work? And find a better deal than what I gave you, even with would it hurt him? Even with the hip? No. Even you with the hip, you can't send the man damaged goods. Well, he'll be fine by the time that the season matters. You sure? Well, what do you need? Okay? The, what do you need a hip for these days anyway? <laughs> Yeah, what are they for? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean yep. you don't need what a you pelvic. Get the surgery. By the time you get the surgery, you'll be able to play in the games of matter. Yeah, there you go. Who needs a regular season anymore? Yeah. Just rest everybody. LeBron's not going to play until Christmas anyway. <laughs> we all know this. So deal with it. Who needs a hip? <laughs> you don't. Not in 2017. No. I don't believe that you do. You never had hip surgery, did no. you? That's the one thing you didn't have surgery. That's on, the one the thing I've... Never had any problems with the hips. Knees, bad. Yep. Back, bad. Head, <laughs> great. <laughs> Depending on the day. <laughs> Feet. I mean, you would. Oh, they're bad. Everything hurts. Yeah. Everything hurts. Now, you wouldn't. You, If you were the Cavaliers, you wouldn't want this deal. You'd be mad, upset, all that about having an injured player. Um, I need to know if he's, if he's going to be the same at some point during the regular season. Like before January, then I'm totally fine with it. I don't care. You want to sit out a couple of months? I don't care. Because it doesn't matter. They're going to be fine. And you've got Derrick Rose there. He'll probably break his hip at some point <laughs> during the season. But, I mean, you got Derrick Rose there to pick up the slack in the interim. If he's going to be okay, if you're telling me he's never going to be the same again, if you're telling me that this guy's not going to be the same right. player we saw last year because of this hip injury, then, yeah, of course, I'm thinking twice, but he'll be okay. <laughs> I'm he'll, glad you're so sure. He'll heal. <laughs> what people do, you man. You would take that deal. You'd be so upset. You I gave wouldn't be taking Kyrie play. Irving back, I'll tell you that much. I can't do that. And you're not getting a number one. You better that. give up another pick. Well, think about the Nets pick. It's coveted. They want that. I know. Gio and Jones coming back. Talk about the fight. CBS Sports Radio. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.